0: Hey, welcome everybody to Sunday night. Hope for our times. And man, this is exciting for me tonight. I'm actually watching right now on my phone. I'm watching both people commenting on YouTube and then also on the app as we are now live on the app. And um, uh, listen, we're going to be talking about the day of the Lord in just a second. But I want you to know something. We have exciting news for tonight. I've been mentioning for weeks, actually I've been mentioning for months, we'll be able to Uh, go off of YouTube. What we're gonna do is off the record on the app, and I'll explain it a little bit later in the program. That's gonna be tonight. Uh, You can download the app if you haven't done it yet. And uh, there's actually a chat, so I get your comments uh, right on the app, just like YouTube. And we're doing this, obviously, because of censorship and um so i'm excited i'll talk about more about this in just a minute but listen uh, the message tonight from the book of obadiah here it is the day of the lord is at hand this is our final message in the book of obadiah i'm not sure which minor prophet we're going to be with next week but we'll start another one but verse 15 of obadiah for the day of the lord is upon all the nations and it's near. As you have done, it shall be done to you. Your reprisal shall return upon your own head. What you have done, it will be done to you. Remember, if you've been with us in Obadiah, God was speaking to Edom who was coming against the people of Israel. For as you drank on my holy mountain, so shall all the nations drink continually. Yes, they shall drink and swallow, and they shall be as though they had never been. That is a prophecy, verses 15 and 16, to the last days. I've been... I had pushback before from people who said, hey, don't say the day of the Lord is at hand. That's wrong. The Bible tells us don't say that. Jesus says don't say such things. Well, guess what? This is where the Bible actually says it itself. And this isn't the only spot, but the day of the Lord. The day of the Lord is at hand. Well, is it at hand right now? Um, We're going to go through a couple of things, and then we're going to go to Israel. And then I'm going to be taking questions from y'all. And it's exciting. Let's think about this. Um, what's going on here? Look at this first article. We own the science. WEF member reveals how global elites work with Google to censor critics. Hence, this is the exact reason why we are doing what we are doing. We are branching out. We're going to be on every uh, venue that we possibly can to reach people. Three times we were shut down by YouTube in 2021, uh, 2022, this year. Three times that happened. And um, or, or between 21 and 20, wait, 2021, we were shut down three times uh, by uh, YouTube. So we know the truth about what's really going on out there. So many things I'm not allowed to talk about. Uh, think about this, just a few questions that have popped in my mind over the last couple of years. Uh, one of them is, is, is real straightforward. Think of this. The people who say that men can't get pregnant and can't tell the difference between boys and girls want to control misinformation on the internet. They're doing everything that they possibly can. Hence, we're gonna push back against this nonsense. Here's something else that I came across and I thought how true this is. Remember when you were five years old and had to show your papers? Me neither because I wasn't alive in 1939 Germany. I have so many more things to share with you. We're gonna do that tonight. We're gonna do it off the record. Download the app if you haven't done it. Um, By the way, to be able to uh, uh, go to the chat on that, be part of the chat, you have to create an account. It's real simple, you just enter your email address, your password, I won't see your password, you don't have to worry about that. Uh, But um, that way you're able to chat just like you do on YouTube and I'm looking at them both right now. Man, they look amazing, both of them do. I see the people here on YouTube, people from Australia, people from Australia are also here on the app. I wanna thank all of you guys for uh, joining me. Okay, Um, then look at this. Ukraine applies for fast-track NATO membership. What is really going on with the situation between Russia, Ukraine, Nord Stream 2 pipeline? This Tuesday, mark your calendars, 2 p.m live Pacific Standard Time. I have Monkey, uh, he's gonna be my guest on here. We're gonna talk about the truth about what's really going on with Nord Stream. I want you to think about this. Um, th- this, this article from this interview that I just showed you uh, up there just a second ago, that was uh, retired Army Colonel Douglas McGregor. And he said, the destruction of the Nord Stream 2 pipeline was clearly not executed by Russia, no one believes that. He said on tucker carlson the other night in fact the german population is being pulled and overwhelmingly is opposed to the notion of any war with russia and dismisses out of hand the notion that the russians are responsible for the pipeline most people don't believe russia sabotaged the north stream pipelines and the only ones broadcasting a desire for war are the biden administration and neocons in washington dc according to uh, the colonel that was on Tucker Carlson just the other night. This is from Agenda Weekly with Curtis Bowers. Asked this question, who is behind the sabotage of Russia's Nord Stream pipelines? Four mysterious underwater explosions crippled Nord Stream, one and Nord Stream, two, the gas pipelines linking Russia to Germany. Geopolitical analyst Joel Skousen comments, the gas supply to Europe has been completely shut down now and it's my belief that the Western deep state did this. Uh, Folks, there's so much to say on this. I believe it too. Again, join me with Monkey on Tuesday live, two o'clock Pacific Standard Time. He's got a whole lot of facts and wait till you see what's really going on. I don't know, Uh, man, I look at this and we are in a very, very dangerous territory. Then there's this, Anthony Blinken, Secretary of State, what's he say? He calls sabotage attacks on Nord Stream pipelines a tremendous opportunity. As you continue reading about what he actually said in the, uh, when he was speaking, um, it's, it's disturbing. He says, now we get to supply Europe with natural gas. You look, you go, that's the tremendous opportunity. Then there's this article. The war has just begun, has just begun, folks, we are on the brink. Has the day of the Lord arrived? Is it here? Is it now? Um, is it at hand? There's so much to think about. Unbelievable. Then there's this out of Jerusalem Post. What nuclear weapons does Russia have in its arsenal? and we are hearing about the threats to the nuclear exchange what's going to happen everything is escalating folks hold on to your seats and then uh, this article then we're going to go to obadiah 2023 will be year from hell martin armstrong warns europe could be could suck the rest of the world down the tubes folks just okay hear me hear my, hear my heart all right I had so many people predicting the Rapture was going to happen last week. It was time after time, email after email, conversations I have with people, um, all this disaster that's going to happen last week and, or the Rapture is going to happen last week. Listen, those things didn't happen. I didn't buy into any of the hype that was going on. And we need to understand that we don't know when the Rapture is going to take place. I hope today, uh, if not today, then maybe tomorrow. But we don't know when. And I am looking at everything that is going on and everything is taking place. Uh, listen, the Bible warned us what the last days were gonna look like. And I'm looking at everything going, uh, man, it sure does look eerily similar to what the Bible says the world is going to look like. Uh, absolutely remarkable when you start to think of things. I was with Jan Markell a while back And she said just a real real simple comment. She said she was talking to somebody. I guess they were complaining about everything and the doom and gloom. And she said, well, what did you expect the last days to look like? Listen, the uh, prophecy is a warning of the bad things that tell us about the great thing. Jesus is coming. The Bible tells us it's going to look like this, 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 and that so you can know that Jesus is coming. So it's it's a window, there's signs, as the Bible tells us, to understand what is coming. Um, so let's get on with this for the rest of our time here together. And uh, oh, by the way, two more quick things. Um, Alex Newman, who I had on the program just the other day on Wednesday, it's uh, fantastic, we were talking about the 10 Kings and the global system. Alex Newman is brilliant, uh, lives in Florida. Florida, I would encourage you to pray for people in Florida. Anybody watching in Florida now, um, listen, our hearts go out to you guys, but pray for the people in Florida. And Alex uh, lives in Florida with his family, and he is very sick, so I wanna make sure that we pray with him um, uh, before we are done here. And then, so tonight, this is what I have right now, YouTube, we're gonna go into this, and then we're gonna switch to off the record. I'm gonna talk about things with a guest I'm gonna bring on, we're gonna talk about things I'm not allowed to talk about on YouTube, things I've been wanting to talk about, things we need to know about, things that we need to be aware of. We finally get to do it tonight. Uh, that's gonna to be on the app, the Hope for Our Times app. You do need to create an account to be able to chat. You can watch, but to create, just click on watch live, but to be able to chat, you gotta create an account and a just real simple process to, uh, to do that. You know, I can't talk about elections. I can't talk about certain viruses. I can't talk about the medical procedures. Um, I can only say certain things about the climate uh, since uh, I think that uh, we are being lied to, but we're finally gonna get to go uh, with the truth. Okay, so with Obadiah, let's roll here. Um, The Bible tells us in verse 17, but on Mount Zion, There shall be deliverance. So after God says the day of the Lord is at hand, it's over for you. It's all over, baby. The world's judged. But what's he say? Verse 17, on Mount Zion, there shall be deliverance. There shall be holiness. The house of Jacob shall possess their possessions. The house of Jacob shall be on fire and the house of Joseph aflame. But the house of Esau shall be stubble. They shall kindle them and devour them. And no survivor shall remain of the house of Esau. For the Lord has spoken, the south shall possess the mountains of Esau, and the lowland shall possess Philistia. They shall possess the fields of Ephraim and the fields of Samaria. Benjamin shall possess Gilead, and the captives of this host of the children of Israel shall possess the land of the Canaanites as far as Zarephath. The captives of Jerusalem who are in Seppuron Sefer- shall possess the cities of the south. Then Savior shall come through the mountain. Uh, come to Mount Zion to judge the mountains of Esau and the kingdom shall be the Lord's. Ultimately, God's pronouncing this judgment upon Edom as we've seen with Obadiah and Esau goes back and forth with Edom and Esau. Uh, Esau and Jacob were brothers. Uh, Esau becomes uh, the father of the Edomites. But ultimately God is giving us all the different land of possession where Israel is gonna have this land. Um, There shall be holiness. Jacob shall possess their possessions. That's not happening yet. When is the day coming when Jacob will be in holiness? The Bible tells us in Daniel chapter nine, you know the prophecy, Daniel chapter nine, where Daniel, we're we're told, uh, the Bible says, 70, uh, 70 weeks are determined for your people, for your holy city. What for? In fact, let me turn over there and just read it to you. Daniel chapter nine. As Daniel's trying to get an understanding from the angel of the vision that he had, the angel says, 70 weeks are determined for your people and for your holy city, Daniel. Here's what's going on. To finish the transgression, make an end of sins, make reconciliation for iniquity, bring in everlasting righteousness, seal up vision and prophecy, and to anoint the most holy. This happens at the end of the 70th week of Daniel. When a holiness is brought in, when transgressions are finished, uh, make an end of sin, the most holy, the Lord, the Messiah is at Mount Zion. He is worshiped there. Prophecy is fulfilled, seal up vision of prophecy. That happens at the end of the 70th week of Daniel. But what happens uh, f- uh, between now and the 70th week is what the Bible tells us about. The day of the Lord, the day of the Lord is a hand, the tribulation that is coming. Ultimately, Israel is going to be delivered. Ultimately, uh, ju- listen, Jerusalem is never going to disappear from the face of the earth. There will always be Jews here. Um, Israel will always exist on this planet and Jesus is going to return. Just consider some of the various things that are taking place right now. Um, over in Italy, we have the new prime minister in Italy. She was just elected, the globalist hate, uh, hater. Uh, here, I just read the article to you from Fox News, uh, where um, uh, talking about who really did the sabotage uh, with the Nord Stream 2, I believe it was America. A lot of people say, no way it was America. Well, let's, we're gonna look at the evidence on Tuesday, and show you the facts. Um, it, it's, it's also Joel Skousen said, look, this is the deep state in America uh, that did the North Stream too. And then at the same time, you have this prime minister from Italy that is elected. She's an anti-globalist. This is last week, Georgia Maloney is, uh, prime minister. The White House uh, said that Maloney's win was met with deep and private worry within the Biden administration. The quotes below reveal why globalists are absolutely terrified of Georgia Maloney. I'm a woman, this is her quote, I'm a mother, I'm an Italian, I'm a Christian, you won't take it from me. Our main enemy today is the globalist drift of those who view identity and all its forms as an evil to overcome and constantly asked to shift real power away from the people to super national entities headed by supposedly enlightened elites. That's what they think they are. These people are trying to run everything. Let's be clear in our minds," she said, we did not fight against and defeat communism in order to replace it with a new international regime, but to permit independent nation states once again to defend the freedom, identity, and sovereignty of their peoples. We will defend God, country, and family, those things that disgust people so much, We will do it to defend our freedom because we will never be slaves and simple consumers at the mercy of financial speculators. Yes to natural families, no to the LGBT lobby, yes to sexual identity, no to gender ideology, yes to the culture of life, no to the abyss of death, no to violence of Islam, yes to safer borders, no to mass immigration, yes to work for our people. Now look at this. She's flying in the face of everything that is out there right now that's being crammed down all of our throats. And at the same time, we're watching this war uh, escalation regarding uh, Russia and the United States and uh, what's going on with Germany. Um, listen, very disturbing, right? Then we, we uh, watch the fight, Italy, right? We can see the globalists. Then we have the deep state stuff going on. Then we have the threat of an economy that looks like it's about ready to implode worldwide and what it's going to do and what's going on there. Then we look at Europe. Uh, I know we have many viewers from Europe and you start thinking of Europe and how many people in Europe are looking at freezing this winter. They're talking about uh, millions of people dying over in various parts of Europe this winter. How Germany's just being cut off and Germany's um, economy is absolutely collapsing devastating levels. Right now, I, what I've heard is uh, they're at about the 1950s level of inflation. So we're watching this and going, okay, watching very closely. So, But in Obadiah, God tells us the day is coming when there will be holiness in Israel, in, in Zion, in, in Jerusalem. Daniel tells us after the 70th week, What is the 70th week of Daniel? It's a seven year tribulation period where antichrist comes on the scene, false prophet comes on the scene. We have a global system of 10 kings and they give their power and authority to the beast. By the way, let me say this, because I want to get into Israel here in just a minute, because that's what Obadiah is about, the victory going to Israel. Um, The globalist regime of the last days, the 10 kings has to be in place before Antichrist comes on the scene. We know that from Daniel chapter 7. In Daniel chapter 7, we have this 11th horn, Antichrist, who rises up out of the 10. So the 10 are already formed, and then he becomes the king. Revelation chapter 17, the 10 kings, these 10 globalist leaders, these elite, they give their power and authority to the beast to rule and to reign over their kingdom for a very short time. So the 10 Kings have to form first. I believe we are watching the the formation of globalism. There's people like you and me that understand the Bible. We're saying this is bad stuff that is coming. And then we have the prophecies of Obadiah and the other prophets of the Old Testament telling us the direction that things are gonna go and the New Testament and the words of Jesus. And I know something, Israel will always exist. I want you to think of this. Okay. Uh, I want you to think of this also, by the way, just reminded to uh, make sure that you download the app if you haven't done it, because we're gonna be cutting off here in about 17 minutes going over to all the things that we can only say off the record that we can't say on YouTube. So download the app and by the way, right now, it's, it's just the app where you're gonna see it, but it will be on Roku. It will be on our website within a few weeks. So you'll be able to sit at your desk and watch it. You'll be able to watch it. If you can cast to the big screen or if you have Roku or something like that, you'll be able to do that for tonight, for right now. Uh, it's on your app. You'll be on your phone or iPad or whatever it is where you downloaded the app to, you'll be able to watch it there, but we're moving forward, making progress. And then you need to create an account so you can chat with us and, uh, and I can read what's going on. I can read your questions. Okay. Back to this. Let me get going here. Back to Israel. Um, so what's happening with Israel? So we know from the Bible, Jesus said this in Matthew chapter 23. This is a key to remember. Uh, Jesus, he, he pronounced, woe, woe to you scribes, woe to you uh, Pharisees, um, you people, you've killed the prophets and so forth, right? Then he says this in Matthew chapter 23, and this is a key to understanding all Bible prophecy. Here it is. You ready? Jesus said this in Matthew chapter 23, O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, verse 37, a key to understanding all Bible prophecy and why Israel is the center of it all. O Jerusalem, Jerusalem. The one who kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to her. How often I wanted to gather your children uh, together as a hen gathers her chicks under wings, but you were not willing. See your house is left to you desolate for I say to you, you shall see me no more until you say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord until you say, Hosanna. All right. What, when's that going to happen? That's gonna happen at the end of the 70th week of Daniel. This is what's gonna happen. At the end of the 70th week of Daniel, Israel's going to cry out, Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus our Messiah, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna, Hosanna. Do you recall when Jesus rode into Jerusalem on Palm Sunday? He's on a donkey and the people start to cry out, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Save us now, you're our savior. The, the religious leaders that were there they said hey tell your people tell your followers to shut their mouths so stop saying hosanna stop saying save stop saying blessed is he who comes in the name of the lord let them know you're not the lord jesus says if i tell them to shut their mouths the rocks will cry out okay he calls these same people on the carpet a couple of days later and he says you will say hosanna on that day, at the end of the 70th week of Daniel, after Israel goes through a great time of trial. Uh, I, I, you know, um, people have been watching the red heifers in Jerusalem and the rebuilding of the temple and all these different things. Listen, um, th- I did a video on this recently, but it, we gotta put it into perspective, all right? There's a temple that's going to be built. Um, red heifers aside, I wanna talk about that right now. There's going to be a temple that's gonna be built but the day that's coming for Israel is gonna be very, very, very difficult day. I do not rejoice for the trial that is coming upon the people of Israel. Listen, so many people hate it when I say this, but God has a covenant with Israel and it's different than the covenant that I have for salvation, okay? You might be thinking, oh, that's a heresy. is not heresy. Listen, in, in, over in Genesis chapter 12, verse three, um, The Bible teaches this. Look at this over here. Genesis chapter 12, verses 1 through 3. Understand this. It's not heresy to say that God's covenant with Israel is different than the covenant that God has made with us through his son, right? The Lord said to Abram, Get out of your country from your family from your father's house to a land that I will show you I will make you a great nation I will bless you and make your name great and you shall be a blessing I will bless those who bless you and I will curse him who curses you And in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed In Genesis chapter 12 God says to Abram I'm going to make a covenant with you This is what I'm going to do It's going to be different than all the other nations. So what God did with Abram, he separated to himself out of the globe, this people, and he, they're the Jews, the Israelites. That's um, who they are. And then God goes through the process. We have circumcision and so forth. They were marked physically and marked spiritually. The Jews are set apart people. Um, so it, they called out. Okay, then God goes on and he says, I'm gonna have this covenant with you. Behold, I'm gonna give you this land. I'll bless those who bless you. I'll curse those who curse thee. I don't wanna get into that right now. But in chapter 13 of the book of Genesis, very next chapter, there's a problem. Um, Lot and Abram have a problem. So it's uncle Abe and, and his nephew Lot. The herdsmen aren't getting along. Uh, there's uh, not enough land for all of the herds that they have. And Lot says to uncle Abe, he says, hey, we gotta separate. Uncle Abe, this ain't working out. Our guys are fighting all, our employees are fighting all the time. There's just not enough food here for all of our herds. So Abe says, okay, all right, nephew, Lot. I tell you what, you go to the left, I'll go to the right. You go to the top, I'll go to the bottom. You go north, I'll go south. You go east, I'll go west. You pick where you want to go, Lot, I'll go somewhere else. So Lot looks out and he says, wow, Sodom and Gomorrah. It was beautiful, it's not so beautiful now, it's by the Dead Sea. It was judged by God. But at the time of Lot, it was beautiful. So Lot says, I'm going that way. I'm going to the area of Sodom and Gomorrah. I have no doubt that Abram's looking, going great. Lot picks the best land, what do I get? Desert or whatever? God says to Abram, Abram, his name wasn't changed yet. Verse 14 of chapter 13. After Lot has separated him, lift your eyes now and look from the place where you are, northward, southward, eastward, and westward, for all the land which you see, I give to you and your descendants forever. And I will make your descendants as the dust of the earth so that if a man could number the dust of the earth, then your descendants also could be numbered. It is a forever covenant. Chapter 12, God says, Abe, this is what I'm gonna do make a covenant with you, I'm gonna give you the land. Chapter 13, here's the deal, it's the promise. Lot goes that way, Abe, you stand up here, you look around, I'm giving you all of that land. Uh, Then you fast forward from there, you go over to chapter 15 and God, he confirms the covenant and he tells Abram, he says, listen, Abe, this is what, uh, uh, or Abe Abe starts to fall asleep, Abe's got kind of a, a problem, he's like, you know, God, are you ever going to do anything? Um, how will I know? In fact, in chapter 15, verse 8, after God says, Abe, listen, I told you I'm going to give you the land. I made a covenant with you. as for the land and as for the people. A people separated. Okay, Abe. And God says, well, or, or Abe says, okay, how do I know that I will inherit it? Uh, Lord, I mean, Abe goes, okay, so you're, you're God, but how do I know? How can I trust you that you're really going to do what you say you're going to do. I mean, imagine that saying that to the Lord, but that's basically what Abe said. So he said to him, bring me a a three year old heifer, a three year old female goat, a three year old ram, a turtle dove, a young pigeon. And then he brought these to him and he cut them in two down the middle and placed each piece opposite the other. But he did not cut the birds in two. And then when the vultures came down on the carcasses, Abe drove them away. Now when the sun was going down, a deep sleep fell on Abram and behold, horror and great darkness fell upon him. All right, so you're reading, you're going, why is Tom reading this? How's this work with Obadiah? Because God promised in Obadiah, I'm gonna bless Israel. We're gonna bring holiness to the mountain. Jacob is gonna possess all the land given to him. This covenant is a forever covenant. That's to Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. And even this incident right here, when Abe takes the animals, he slips them down the middle, lays them one on each side. It all has to do with this. It all ties into Obadiah. It all ties into Daniel chapter nine. Just stay with me a few more minutes. Think of this, all right? So Abraham, he, a deep sleep comes upon it. He goes into this horror. He starts to have a nightmare. And what's he see? When the sun went down and it was dark, verse 17 of chapter 15, behold, there appeared a smoking oven and a burning torch that passed between the pieces of the animal. This was the Lord walking between them. Abram's asleep. He's got, he's, he's visioning the nightmares, what's going on there. And God walks between the pieces of the animal. On the same day, the Lord made a covenant with Abram saying to your descendants, I have given this land to you. And then he goes on to list all the land that he has given him. He confirmed that covenant. Chapter 17, he says it's a forever covenant. Okay. So keep, uh, a few points, key points to note before we, we move on is, number one, God put Abram to sleep, right? Praise God, it was a one-sided covenant. Why is that? Because Abram could not keep up his part of the bargain. Uh, the Jews could not keep up their part of the bargain. Before you fault the Jews, Understand, no human being could keep up their part of the covenant. It was a one-sided covenant. God made the covenant with Abram. He knocks Abram out. Here's sleep, Abram. I'm confirming the covenant. That is a very good thing. Okay. The fact that he split the animals in two, history tells us that when a covenant was made like that, when animals were split in two, the two people that were part of the covenant said, as was done to these animals, if I do not hold up my part of the bargain, may it be done to me. You slit me in two. Oh, praise God that Abram was asleep. And it was God who made the covenant with Abram. He didn't say, Abe, you made this covenant with me. God says, I made this covenant with you for the land. It's yours. And what is it? We've already seen. It's a forever covenant. Now, I'm going to stop here for just a second, because we're going to walk through this for a few more minutes. When um, people say, well, God's replaced Israel. They forfeited the land. They don't belong in the land. Need to get rid of the Jews from the land. They shouldn't have Jerusalem. Biden administration, let's divide the land. Lapid, let's divide the land. Bad idea. Listen, it is a forever covenant. Israel is always going to exist, the Jews are is going to exist, Jerusalem is always going to exist, and Jesus, Yeshua HaMashiach, is going to rule and reign from Jerusalem. Matthew chapter 23, I said, was a key. Jesus said, you will not see me again until you say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Right? Jesus is coming back, and the Jews will say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord." In fact, in Romans chapter 11, verse 25, the Bible says, Do not be ignorant of this mystery, um, lest you be puffed up in your own mind. But blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles has come. And so you look at this and go, That's what Jesus was talking about. You will not see me again until you say, Hosanna, until you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blindness in part has happened to Israel. But God didn't replace Israel. In fact, also in Romans chapter 11, Paul asks the question, did God, has God done with Israel? Certainly not. God did not replace Israel. It was a forever covenant. And if, if, if it's not a forever covenant, if God says this is forever, and then he renegotiates, he says, nah, I've decided it's not forever because you guys mess, you, you Jews messed up. Then how can we trust God for any covenant that he makes? How can we trust God to be a promise keeper and not a promise breaker? He is a promise keeper. He will keep his covenant that he has made with us for anyone who trusts in his son will be forgiven. God's a promise keeper. But then in Deuteronomy, the Bible tells us this, uh, continuing with this to help us connect all of the dots with Obadiah. In Deuteronomy, I believe it's chapters 28, somewhere in that area, We have the blessings and the cursing passages, one of, one of the blessing and cursing passages. And God says this regarding the word and the law. And he says this, Deuteronomy 28. He says, this shall come to pass. If you obey the voice of the Lord, your God and observe carefully all his commandments, which I command you today, the Lord, your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth and all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you because you obey the voice of the Lord bless you shall be in the city bless you shall be in the country bless you be the fruit of your body the produce of your ground and the increase of your herds the increase of your cattle and the offspring of your flocks blessed shall be your basket, blessed shall be your needy, blessed you'll be when you come in, blessed you will be when you go out. Okay. To the Jews. Listen, this is, this is, so God's covenant with Israel is different than our, than than the covenant that we have with us uh, for salvation. And here God says, okay, um, if you're disobedient to my word, it doesn't, negate the covenant that God made with Abe, I have given you this land forever. But he does say, if you're obedient to my word, I'm gonna bless your socks off to the Jews, his covenant people. But then he says this, if you're disobedient to my word, it's gonna be the opposite. Cursed shall you be in the city, cursed you will be in the country, cursed will be your basket, cursed will be the fruit of your body, cursed will be your farms, cursed will be your produce, cursed will be your families, cursed will you be in when you go in, uh, in. and cursed will be when you go out. If you obey me, it's going to go well for you. If you disobey my word, it's going to go really bad for you. Then he says this most intriguing thing in Deuteronomy chapter 28. He says, If you are disobedient to me, your sons and daughters shall be given to another people. Wow. You shall be driven mad because of the sight your eyes see. You will be crushed and oppressed continually. Wow. You will become an astonishment, a proverb, and a byword among all the nations where the Lord will drive you. Okay, so God made a covenant with Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. It's a forever covenant with the Jews for the land. And he says, if you're obedient, I'm gonna bless your socks off. If you're disobedient, it's not gonna go good for you. You're going to, sons and daughters given to another people you'll be driven mad because of the sight you see everywhere I send you you're going to become a byword anti-semitism is going to go with you forever until until the time when Yeshua HaMashiach comes back Jesus Matthew chapter 23, when the Jews cry out, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. But he says, I'm going to drive you out of the land because of disobedience. I was talking with a rabbi about this, not a a believer in Christ, about this prophecy from Deuteronomy. I'm going to tell you, man, he got really upset with me. Um, But nevertheless, I said, well, this is what your, your Bible says. But in the last days, you're going to be gathered back into the land. Okay, we go from there to... Ezekiel chapter 36. Ezekiel chapter 36, God has some more prophecies to say. And he says this, so what do we have so far? We have Obadiah, the promise of the restoration of Israel in the last days, Jacob, right? Holiness in Jerusalem, in Zion, it's going to happen. Daniel, uh, 70 weeks are determined for your people to anoint the most holy, bring an end to unrighteousness and sin, right? to seal up vision and prophecy. The end of the 70th week of Daniel, right? That's the tribulation period. Um, and it's gonna happen. But again, what has happened since? The covenant with Abram, Isaac, and Jacob. You're gonna, if you're disobedient to, a word you're going to be driven all you're going to be driven throughout the rest of the world there's going to be anti-semitism everywhere you go but you want to know something in the last days i'm going to bring you back into the land again ezekiel chapter 36 god said this uh, when they came to the nations wherever they went they profaned my holy name and the people said these are the people of the lord and yet they have gone out of his land again Fulfillment of Deuteronomy chapter 28. But I had concern for my holy name, because which the house of Israel profaned among the nations where they went, Therefore, say to the house of Israel, thus says the Lord, I do not do this for your sake. He's talking about gathering Israel back again into the land. I do not do this for your sake, O house of Israel, but for my holy name's sake, which you profaned among the nations, and I will sanctify my great name, which has been profaned among the nations, which you profaned in their midst. Wow. For I will take you from among the nations, gather you out of all the countries and I will bring you into your own land. He says, I do it for my name that is on the covenant. This is why I'm going to do it. I have a promise. I will fulfill it. God said, to Abraham, it's yours. We had the covenant when God, when Abe split the animals in two, Abe goes to sleep. God makes the covenant. God is a promise keeper. God is not done with Israel. Understand. Uh, The Gentile nations, us, everybody that's not a Jew is a Gentile. We have been grafted into the kingdom of God because of what the Lord Jesus Christ has done. Hebrews, uh, Romans chapter 11, even teaches because the Jews rejected the Messiah, we have salvation. Um, (laughs) Replacement theology, folks, I believe is absolutely evil. Right now. Many of you probably saw this. I cannot remember which college it is. I'm gonna be doing a program with Olivier Melnick on it this week, but we are watching the anti-Semitism increase on college campuses all over the Western world to the point where it's now no, uh, no Jews allowed thing at this campus in California. And uh, we're gonna be talking about that and the things that are happening. Uh, we're watching the increase of of uh, pressure against the Christian, and we are also watching it against the Jews. Let's let's see. Uh, listen for just a second. I'm going to be going off here in just a couple of more minutes. Off of YouTube all right and then I'm going to go over to the app I'm going to be taking questions there this is our first time ever doing this I'm excited about it I'm gonna be taking questions there it's kind of a uh, well this is gonna be cool and we'll talk about things I have a guest that's gonna be joining me things that we're not allowed to talk about anywhere else but you need if you're on the app you got to create an account and um, I understand if you uh, don't. Uh, some people are watching this right now, you don't have a phone, you're watching your TV. This will be, just give us a few more weeks. We're gonna be able to get the live stream on the website also. So when we get kicked off of YouTube, it's still gonna be there. We're gonna finally be able to do a Too Hot for YouTube series on a semi-regular basis. Take your questions about things we are not allowed to talk about. We're gonna start with that tonight. It'll be off the record for Sunday nights. Um, but I'm excited about that. But let's get back to Israel, right? But you gotta create an account. So download the app, go there, and uh, this is gonna be really cool. We finally get to, we're moving forward because of the madness of the censorship. Um, The reality of it is that uh, if you tell the truth, they don't wanna hear it. They only want one side out there. The truth about Israel too. So we have the censorship that's taking place. I'll be doing a video with Olivier Melnick coming up this week. As I mentioned, Monkey is going to be live with me Tuesday. We're going to talk about the real truth of what's going on with Russia, where this all is going. I want to get his perspective, perspective. Monkey, what do you think is going to happen? By the way, as soon as I'm done on the app tonight, I'm going to be live on Kurt Reid's YouTube channel. I'm his guest tonight too. So I have three live things going on tonight, here with you right now, also over on the app with you guys in just a minute, and then with Kurt Reed over on his channel as he's uh, over in Vegas. But what happens with Israel? God says here in Ezekiel, I'm gonna bring you back into the land because my name is on the covenant. You continue reading through Ezekiel. He says, I'm even gonna give you a new heart. And then it's after that, when you follow that through, you come to Ezekiel chapter 37, Ezekiel chapter 38, the battle of Gog and Magog. Listen, I look at all of these things that are coming and I I implore you and exhort you to to pay attention to what's going on. Um, The day of the Lord, listen, I don't know when the rapture is gonna take place. And I'm not going to mislead you and give you a date. I think that's a really bad idea to do something like that. I'm not even gonna predict who the Antichrist is, but I do know this much. We are watching every single thing form and we live in truly amazing days. To be here alive right now, we are watching the attempts to form this global empire. I believe a global empire, 10 Kings leading it. They're going to appoint Antichrist, the beast to, to be the one who runs it. The beast, Antichrist, does not come on the scene until this global system is in place. That's why we are watching this all come down like this. Listen, I want you to think of something else. Here's another problem, right? The two things that stay in the way of this global system and Antichrist having his power, guess what they are? The Christian and the Jew. You might say, well, why the Jew? Because jesus said in matthew 23 you will not see me again until you say blessed is he who comes in the name of the lord the jews are going to say that they're going to look up in the sky jesus is coming back at the end of the 70th week of daniel and holiness will be in jerusalem and 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 satan is doing everything he can to keep jesus from returning to the jews so what does he want to do He wants to eliminate every Jew from the planet. That's why we have anti-Semitism. Remember when Jesus was born? What did he try to do through Herod? Kill all the Jewish babies. He tried to kill the Messiah. He had him put upon a cross through Judas. That didn't work because Jesus resurrected from the grave. This has been going on uh, since since the covenant with Abram. You go back, you look at what's going on with David and Goliath. You look at the time of Esther. What happens? Kill all of the Jews. Why? Because Satan knew the prophecy from Genesis and then he was able to follow Abraham and go, "Uh uh-oh, through Abraham all the world's gonna be blessed. Oh, I gotta kill all the Jews. It hasn't worked. We had Nazi Germany. We had all these things going on. He's going to attempt to kill the Jews. That, so Antichrist is going to do that. It's not going to work. So what happens at Armageddon? Pressure against the Jews. The Jews are going to cry out, and they're going to say, Lord Jesus, save us. And Jesus is going to come out of the sky on his white horse. We are going to be with him. And he's going to cast Antichrist, and false prophet, in a lake of fire, and it's going to go over and rule and reign from Jerusalem. That's what's going to happen. The problem with the Christian, we get in the way of the whole plan of Antichrist, the whole plan of the globalists. Everything we're going to go and talk about right now uh, on the app. Listen, go there. It's, it's live. Again, download the app. I hope for our times. It looks like this. Let's see if you can pull it over there on the screen. That's what it looks like download it. It's absolutely free to download it. It's free to create an account. I cannot see your chat unless you create an account and the chat looks just like it does on YouTube. So I tell you what, get ready to go over there. We're going to be going over there in about 30 seconds. So get ready. All right. Or about 15 seconds or something like that. I'll give you a countdown uh, when it's going to happen. Okay. So with all of these things, man, we live in exciting days. The day of the Lord is at hand. I'll be live with monkey also on YouTube on Tuesday, two o'clock, live with Kurt Reed. tonight, right after. I have my live right now over on the app with my guest that's gonna be joining us from Australia. We're gonna be taking your questions. Okay, folks, that's it for YouTube right now. Let's go over to the app. I will see you over there. Thanks for listening and being a part of this week's podcast. Before you go, I'd like to invite you to visit our website, hopeforourtimes.com